Blog Talk Radio. Kick the dust up. Long, it's a farming town. They're making that money grow. Tractors, plows with flashing lights, backing up a two-lane road. They take one last lap around. That sun up high goes down. And then it's on, come on, girl, kick it on back. Z71 like a Cadillac. We go way out. The views expressed on The Secret to Everything are not necessarily those of the host, the co-host, or our guest. All medical information given is for informational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose any disease or condition. Please see your medical doctor or qualified health practitioner if you have any further questions. And as always, thank you for listening. You are about to hear secrets, secrets about life, love, hidden mysteries, spirituality, frequencies, energy healing, science, alternative health, money and abundance, and much much more. Secrets that most others don't know, but are now here being revealed to you. Listen carefully and be open to learning the secret to everything. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Good Wednesday. Good evening to everyone. I am so excited that you are listening, and I do hope that you kind of barrel in the lines and call in. Our number is 347-539-5277. We have done a number of shows, probably hundreds of shows, over the past five years on and off, and I am telling you, one of my very favorite shows, I have a couple, but one of my very favorite shows with our guest tonight, Mr. Jody Cook. So I am tickled to death that he agreed to come on and talk about his new book, which we'll tell you about in a little bit. But we also have a couple other special guests. We have the ever-present, ever-faithful, and wonderful Walt. Hi, Dr. Kim. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm fantastic. I wish I remembered. Were you on the show with Jody Cook when we had him on before? Uh, I... I I remember somebody talking about Bigfoot. I don't know if it was him or not. (laughs) I think I, I think it was we were trying to set up a time for all of us to meet and go um, Bigfoot hunting. 
Oh, maybe that's. <laughs> and I don't. I don't. It never happens, obviously. Tales. Don't be telling tales about me, Walt. Don't be making stuff up like that. <laughs> like that. So we're not revealing those kind of secrets. Denver, shut Walt's mic off for the rest of this show. He's revealing the wrong kind of secrets here. But I'm also very, very excited. <laughs> A good, 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 good friend of mine, Mr. Shane Pittman, is also joining us tonight. Hi, Shane. Hey, Dr. Kim. How are you doing tonight? I am absolutely wonderful. Shane has his own show um, that is really crazy amazing. I love it because one of his things, I don't know if this is your tagline or not, but I think he's like, something like there is no box. Do you say that on your show, Shane? Yes. Yes, there is no box. Um, you know, anything and everything goes. We talk about anything and everything. And and um, I, I'm just I'm excited about how things have been taken off with the show. Uh called Fusion Project Radio, and uh, it's where we fuse, you know, the unconventional and the scientific, and we kind of fuse everything together and talk about anything and everything, and it's just something that that uh, has really been taken off and really excited about it, and I'm excited to be on your show tonight, Dr. Kim. Yeah, and we'll have to have Shane back um, sometime. I need to talk to you about that because Shane and I actually, well, I, I, I really didn't do much, but Shane had his own really successful um, paranormal group. And do you still do that, Shane? I haven't talked to you really about that part of your life. We we do. Um, I've been really spread thin lately, and, um, you know, a lot's been going on. So a lot of my attention has been devoted to the radio side of things. Uh, but we do have some things in the works. Where we're actually working on a uh, on some things now with web series and things where it's, it's, it's not – you know, your typical paranormal show, it's, we're delving into new and exciting things. And, you know, it's kind of under wraps. can't really talk about too much about it. But, but uh, oh, once, it comes out, once it comes out, it's going to be pretty good. It's going to be awesome. Wow. One of my friends, um, he was going to do a show, and I, I was going to use some of my devices in it. And I think I had to just find, like, a 10-page, like, non-disclosure that I couldn't, like, tell the name of the show, I couldn't tell the concept of the show, I couldn't tell the people, which I didn't even know the people on the show. That was kind of funny. When things are like yeah. in that creation stage, everybody likes to be kind of hush-hush about things. And now, unfortunately, <laughs> I have to be hush-hush about all my materials as well, so I'm kind of used to it. Because people, people, weird stuff happens when you leak stuff too soon or when things come out too soon or you can blow deals or, yeah, it's kind of crazy in that. Yeah, it, in gets, that it gets crazy. People don't see that side sometimes, you know, and it, it gets it gets crazy. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes things that people that are waiting for the, you know, different things like that to release or different shows, they they really don't, you know, know the insides of it. And so, yeah, and I know you've seen that quite a bit. So, <laughs> Yeah, speaking of that, it's so funny. I had a couple thoughts. Um, you know, we're talking about monsters tonight because I call Jody Cook. I like to make up names for people. I make up kind of my own little stories about people sometimes. And I really do think this is true. I actually think Jodie Cook is one of the world's, you know, premier monster hunters, in my book anyway. And I, I just know he's super, super knowledgeable and he's so experienced and, you know, a great authority on so many things. So, um, but it's funny because we're talking about the subject of monsters. I kind of want to, you know, bump this off of you guys a little bit and throw this around in Denver. You can jump in too if you want. But, you know, it's funny because, you know, we're talking about monsters like outside of us and, you know, mythical creatures and all that kind of thing. But really, if we look around the world today and we look at, you know, different areas and 
and the human race, there's really, like, the monsters I think we have to be afraid of may not be the ones that are out roaming about, you know, uh, and all the, the things we're going to talk about tonight. It may be us, you know. It may be the darkness in us that we're afraid to face. It may be each other. It may be, you know, people themselves can be pretty monstrous. And I just thought, I know, it's not like a big profound statement or anything, but I think it's an interesting thought, you know, that sometimes I think, you know, we like to imagine that, that the most monstrous things are outside of ourselves, but possibly, you know, maybe there's a little bit of truth to we really need to reveal and shine the light on that darkness that's in each one of us and, and do our own inner work. What do you guys think about that? I think that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really picked the profound philosophers tonight. <laughs> the boys club, wow. Just meditate on that. <laughs> well, oh. Meditate on there. Uh, by the way, I love your um, post that you put on um, Facebook about the the conscious guy who is more conscious than everybody else. I don't know what you're I don't know. Now you're going to make everybody, everyone's going to write me and be like, <laughs> No, it was, it was like a joke. Are you talking about? It was a joke oh, thing that you do? put on. It was funny. Was it about you? No. No, you put it on. It was like a like a, a guy who who's like a comedy guy or something. Oh, no. Oh, it was a yoga, like the yoga. Was yoga like, guy, yeah. Yeah, it was like this young, it was the young guy that was like, oh, yeah, it was so funny. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> that was pretty I'll have to post it now on Shane's timeline so he knows what the heck we're talking about. But, um, well, you I know, and, and what you were talking about, Dr. Kim, just now, the, the question you asked, I, I think sometimes we label we label something monstrous or, or something like that when we necessarily don't understand it sometimes. You know what I mean? I mean, we can classify, it's, even in the human aspect, we can classify mm-hmm. somebody as a just a monstrous person of just very, you know, and if we don't, we, we don't really know or understand that person, you know, and if we did, we may have a different outlook on it. So, I mean, that's why I think it's really cool that Jody cooks on the show and, you know, he may have a different take on, he, he may not classify it as, you know, he's, he's hunting monsters or whatever. He may, Ooh, you know, he may have a different cool. outlook on it, you know? Yeah, that's really great. I love that. I am looking forward to um, hearing his take on it. I'll just never forget. There's just certain things that I'm going to ask him about some of those things that I'll never forget from um, the last time that he was on. So, um, Walt, do you want to talk to us a little bit about um, Mr. Jody Cook? Do you have his bio there? And we can kind of introduce him. Then we'll go to a commercial break and we'll come back and hopefully we'll have Jody. Sounds good. Yes, Jody Cook is one of the most active Bigfoot researchers, state of Ohio. Originally, he was a member of the Cincinnati UFO Research Group, ASK, but diverted into the field of cryptozoology. Jody has been studying the Bigfoot phenomenon since 1991 and is the author of Bigfoot Encounters in Ohio, Quest for the Grassman, Mothman Casebook, and Humanoid Encounters and soon to be released, Dogman. He founded the Ohio Center for Bigfoot, Bigfoot Studies, and he regu- regularly speaks at large paranormal events, such as the Mid-Ohio Paranormal Event this July. I'm looking forward to uh, hearing what he's got to say. Oh, I thought you were, you were going to say you were looking forward to going to the Mid-Ohio. 
<laughs> well, I want to know if, if he knows of any cases in New Jersey. I'm not that far from Ohio. Oh, there's probably cases in, I mean, I know there's a lot of cases. There's, I actually lived in one of the areas where I used to live in Ohio where there are a lot, they actually cited a white big but and there's a big sighting there. And then um, I talked to Jenny just briefly before the show about North Carolina because that's where I live now and where we used to live in Asheville. There are like sightings like really close to where I live, so I've got some stuff to talk to him about that too. So it should be pretty interesting. But we'll go, we'll go on and head on out to break, Denver, if you're ready. The secret to everything. We're excited to announce our new monthly program, The Awakening Collection. This is an exciting community where powerful tools are delivered to you on an ongoing basis to help you continue to grow and expand on your beautiful journey. With this subscription, you'll be receiving two new powerful frequency tracks each month, both as an MP3 as well as our new visual version. You'll also be on the first to know list about any of our new programs or courses and receive an amazing 20% loyalty discount when you sign up directly from the Dr. Kimberly McGeorge site. You'll also receive 20% off select products, old and new, as well as 10% off personal sessions with Dr. Kimberly. There will be an exclusive live monthly awakening call for the community, as well as little surprise bonuses here and there. The monthly subscription price is $67. But for all of our Secret to Everything listeners on this call now, you will receive a $10 a month discount for life if you sign up today at www.awakeningcollection.com. Use the discount code SECRET, all in capital letters. We'll see you there. All right, so we are back with the... And I don't think um, Jody's called in yet. So um, if you would like to call in, our number is 347-539-5277. We have the amazing Shane Pittman with us. And, of course, we have Walt. And <laughs> that sounded <crazy. laughs> Not so amazing, <laughs> but sorry, Walt. <laughs> but, Shane, why don't you um, – I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit while we kill a little bit of time. Why don't you tell us about one of your more interesting cases that you've investigated, if you don't mind? Yeah, no problem. Well, the most interesting one that I would have to say is it was a local case in, uh, in here in Georgia, and it was out in Talbot County, which um, if people – and I'll talk to Jody about this in detail, see if he knows about it. Uh, but there's there's been some uh, sightings lately of, of crypto creatures and hmm. people people have been uh, complaining about it. It's more than one family. Um, and it's actually in a, I guess you would say a neighborhood, but it's out in the country. So it's, it's you know, but they're, they're, they're neighbors. They're pretty close, but they've all been seeing this creature. And we've been called out to this uh, location quite a bit uh, as of late. And these families are terrified because it's it's something unlike they've ever seen before, and it's not like your typical what you what you would think a typical creature that you would see in the country. Uh, they're describing it as very large and um, moves very swiftly, but it's not like um, you know what we would think of as Bigfoot 
um, and I know this sounds really weird and it sounds really crazy, but it it's almost as if uh, how they describe it is, you know, werewolf type <laughs> creatures, ah, and okay. and it so and, and which is really cool because now that's why I'm I'm glad I get to speak to Jody because I want to get you know get his input a little bit on the show, but uh, these these uh families are they're really terrified. I mean I mean so terrified to where they don't want to leave their dogs outside at night. Um don't want to leave their dogs out at all. And it's just they're terrified looking for answers. So that's the most interesting as of late that we've been called out to. I mean a lot of people when they hear paranormal group they are you know, they think ghosts and all of this and but it's not. It's more detailed we get calls um ranging from everything. So as of late, that's the most recent, most interesting that uh, we've been on. And and to be honest with you, it's it's uh, my most challenging that I've had to date because I'm not I, I won't claim to be an expert on cryptozoology and all of that. So I've been having to call some some friends of mine and and getting some input and and guidance from them to try to help these families. Well, what I mean, what did you guys do to help the families? Were you just like kind of in an investigative phase where you went out and were like trying to figure out by talking to people and you know you yeah we're, yeah right now right now it's the investigative phase and it's also I'm networking with with other friends of mine that that um and gathering as much information because. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to have my team out there and jumping out and doing things without having all of the info that we possibly can get. You know what I mean? Because that could that can mess up um, the investigative part. It can it can damage the families more than help them. As of right now, it's been investigative, um, just gathering information from people and and going from there. That's really kind of fascinating. Um, I don't know. I have I have such a mixed opinion. I am so messed up on the whole Bigfoot thing. I'm really curious yeah. to yeah. you know be reminded, I guess, of Jody's viewpoint on it or what he's experienced. What is your feelings on that, Shane? What is your opinion of Bigfoot? Do you think he exists? What kind of creature do you think he is? Um, what's your Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, well, my thing, my thing with the whole Bigfoot thing is my my main question with this, Doctor Kim, is is why have why haven't we really captured you know cap looks like we're having connection problems yeah it was just getting good cuz i think he's going that is yeah. my question but i want to ask shane um, just dropped too. so he'll call back yeah he'll he's call back that's one of my questions that i want to ask Jody. i do not understand if these creatures exist and not and of course we're gonna talk about more creatures than just Bigfoot, but if these creatures exist and I do believe they do on some level, why have we, why are we not capturing them live? Why ha, why are we not finding you know more evidence than a hair or a bite mark or missing animals or whatever? I'm really, really you know, I'm really curious about that myself. Is Shane back? Hello, am I back? Yeah, Shane's yeah. back. Okay, I'm sorry. I lost you guys for a second. I'm sorry about that. No, you're fine. I think you dropped off and you said, why haven't we found, I think you 
we're going with what I just said. Why haven't we found, were you going to say bodies? Or I'm not sure what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah, why haven't we found, I mean, you you know, there's there's a lot of things, especially if you go online, and and there's a lot of things where people classify it as evidence. But, you know, I haven't, I, I guess my problem is we haven't had, in my opinion, concrete evidence. And, and my question would be is why? If this creature does exist, then why don't we have a little bit more, you know what I mean? Or a little bit, something a little more concrete to go off of. And Jody may, may he may have a lot more that, we, you know, we just don't even, we, I don't, I haven't heard of yet. So. Right, and if there are other creatures, so, you know, let's say for argument's sake that Bigfoot exists, but if there are other creatures as, you know, his dog, what is it, Dogman and all these other, you know, Shane, that there's a there's right. a million variations of these things, you know, vampire beasts and oh, just all sorts of werewolves, um, all these all these different kinds of, you know, legendary creatures. I'm wondering, you know, that question to me even applies on a broader scale because wouldn't you think there'd be I don't know more about it in the news. I guess there is in, in some news, but yeah, it's just all real, real interesting. Do you have any thoughts on that, Walt? Um, I'm I'm kind of with you on it. I'm a little skeptical. Um, I did see a show though, and I don't remember. It was probably a few months back, and there was a guy who was fishing somewhere. I think, believe it or not, I think it was New Jersey, and he was fishing, and he was all by himself, and his friend was on the other side of the lake somewhere and like in another secluded area. And this guy saw a, he said it was a prey mantis. Actually, now as I'm, as I'm talking to you and it was a giant prey mantis and, oh my goodness. and it, it actually, it actually, like he said, according to the, the guy who was a fisherman who was talking about, it, he said it actually like sucked his energy out and he fell into the lake. Like he felt paralyzed by it. And, um, it was just, I guess there's so many different things out there, and I don't know. I'm I'm skeptical, I guess, because like um, like everyone else was saying, we haven't found any bones or anything concrete to say, yeah, this is, you know, this is what we found. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, I think our illustrious guest that we've been talking about for the past ten minutes is actually here. Are you in studio, Mr. Cook? Hi, how are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? Thank you so much for being a guest. We're excited to have you. We already we've already got our questions kind of fired up. We've been discussing and debating this a little bit, so we've got lots okay. of questions for you. So for the sake oh. of our audience, because <laughs> you know, not everybody knows you like you know or has heard your previous show for you know, that you've been on a, a couple of years ago. Could you briefly, we kind of read your bio and um, talked about that, but could you briefly tell us how you became, uh, how you got into this field? And I know maybe you didn't enter through the door of cryptozoology, but you certainly ended up there. So could you kind of yeah. take us back to the early days? Yeah, I was, um, I was a UFO investigator uh, for quite a few years. And, you know, we had, um, this is back in the 80s and stuff, and, um, you know, we had uh, our own television show that we did on public ISS TV called UFO Update Live, and it showed in a couple states. And we were getting um, 
you know, reports of other cryptids, you know, Bigfoot and things like that. Uh-huh. And um, we're just getting a lot of them. I, I, I don't believe in a UFO Bigfoot connection at all, you know. Hmm. Um, but um, we were getting reports of it. So, you know, I decided to go ahead and take, um, you know, the Bigfoot stuff. Uh, another guy on the team by the name of George Clapperson, um, who co-authored the uh, first two books of me and uh, Chris Murphy, um, did it with me. And that's kind of how I fell into it, to be honest with you. So, And ever since then, i um, kind of been doing it and kind of got out of the UFO stuff and, you know, was doing more of the cryptid stuff. Uh, the main thing I was doing a lot of was the Bigfoot stuff um, and the Dogman. I, I, you know, I did a lot of investigations on, like, the Loveland Frogman, uh, the Mothman, um, just, you know, a lot of other different cryptids. Wow. So. so you mentioned a kind of favorite of mine, which is the Mothman. So I'm going to kind of come in through that, that angle. But I've been to Point Pleasant many, many times. My porch folder, and they're like, why do you like this creepy place so much? But it's fascinating to me. The energy alone, like, you can feel it. Like, that town is yeah. strange. You know? it, it is. And a, lot, and a lot of people, you know, you know, they, they, they talk about that. There, there's something about that town that is, you know, just, I mean, the minute you get there, you feel it, you know, and it, it, it's really, really strange. And um, it's always been like that and things like, you know, I, I spoke last year at the Mossman Festival and I'm going to speak at it again this year. And, you know, it, it, it is, it's a, it's a quite different place from, you know, by the time you get done with the conference and you get back over to the Ohio side, it's like the big weights off your shoulder. So, yeah, there's definitely something something going on in that town. Absolutely. What, in your um, point of view, is the Mothman? Is there one kind of general definition? Is it multiple beings? Are there multiple theories? What What's well, your thoughts on that? Well, the Mothman originated in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. And there have been a lot of sightings, you know, in West Virginia and Ohio, uh, the Pennsylvania area, going all the way up to New York. No one really knows um, what it is. You know, there's a lot of uh, belief that it is, you know, some type of um, hybrid bird, you know, that, um, you know, from the chemicals that were there or it was some type of, genetic research that the military did because um, there's supposedly, allegedly, a underground base uh, right there in Point Pleasant. Because uh, oh. lately, they, yeah, because lately they, they've, they've been a lot of uh, military activity going on there. They've been a lot of um, civilian-type, government-type activity going on, you know, in that area and stuff. So no one really knows, you know, um, what what it actually really really is, you know, and I mean a lot of people have always thought that you know it's 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 some type of either an alien or mm-hmm. some type of a you know genetic hybrid experiment through the government, and then you have those that sit there and think it's the angel of death, you know that mm-hmm. that's another another theory. So yeah, but uh, you know. The description basically has always been the same, you know, uh, when it comes to the Mothman. I mean, they've had a, other sightings in other states, but mostly in the northeastern part of the country. 
Right. It's kind of indigenous yeah. to there. So yeah. since you did, I don't want to get stuck on this because I really want to dig into the whole, you know, Bigfoot and the dogman and all that, mm-hmm. the, the monster angle. But but since you said you got kind of out of the alien or UFO, maybe you didn't say you got out of the alien, but out of the UFO kind of world, what is your thinking on all of that? I know that there's kind of many um, lines of thought regarding UFOs, and do you, what is your opinion or what is your theory on that? Uh, on UFOs? Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I, oh, I, I definitely believe they exist. You know, um, I, I really do. I mean, I mean, I've had the kind of the main reason why I got out of it um, was a lot doing with the crypto stuff, but I also had two very good friends, you know, suddenly die, you know, who are researchers. I mean, literally, you know, um, you know, die of cancer very, very yeah. quick. And and everybody knows cancer is is one of these um, that is not a real quick killer, you know. Um, these, these, this was something, you know, was, I mean, these guys got into some pretty heavy stuff, you know, they were part of the team. Um, you know, literally they would call me and other, other team members and say, listen, there, there's people sitting out front of my house. You know, there's been people inside my house, you know, on my computer. Um, wow. I mean, just a lot of, a lot of stuff and, and they've had threats and things like that. And like I said, they, they both died of cancer and, and, you know, the same type of cancer, and it's just, it was, you know, you know, so, I mean, there, there's there's definitely something to it. You know, I, I, I honestly believe that, you know, we cannot be the only, you know, intelligent species out there, and if, if we are, I mean, you know, God forbid, because, you know, <laughs> I think it's a cruel joke, <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, because we're not that intelligent, you know, we're, we're, we're very ignorant, you know, species. You know, we're very hot. We, I mean, I mean, if you sit there and think about it, you know, we we are. You know, um, you know, we're 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 intelligent, but but we we're mostly common sense than we are of intelligence and stuff um, and things. So I, you know, I, 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 you know, like as far as like alien abduction, I I, I believe that. I I believe our government knows about it. I believe our government's part of it. I believe our government, you know, is given these alien species, you know, permission to do it and trade for technology, you know, and, you know, it, it, it's getting out of hand, but, you know, that, that, that's my opinion and, you know, but I, I definitely believe that there's something definitely to it. You know, um, I spent, you know, 20 years in the army and, you know, I, I've seen things, you know, in the army and been in situations where I know extraterrestrial, you know, involvement was in, you know, was part of it, you know, um, and things. Um, I mean, I know there was. I mean, you know, and that's a speculation of everybody that was, you know, in, in the one particular situation, you know, um, we were in, um, and things, you know, highly believe it, you know. But of course, the uh, you know the the army and you know the government, you know. It, says something different, but, you know, but, uh, yeah, I, I definitely believe that, you know, there's, there's definitely something to it. Wow. Yeah, that's the whole, um, and I'll, and I guess we'll get more into this because the area that I used to live in, Asheville, that's a big, 
that's the big watchword around there is like people watch for UFOs at night, and I've been guilty maybe of doing that once or twice myself. But there's the whole big tunnel thing going on in that area, and there's a lot of times supposedly they shut down state parks, and there's a lot of military activity in the mountains in that area around the Blue Ridge Parkway, and mm-hmm. lots and lots and lots of stuff about that in that area. So I think that's kind of lots of UFO stuff, lots of theories, lots of big stuff. Well, you, you know, the, the, the whole thing is, it, you know, and this is my belief, you know, you know, the government is covering the fact up about extraterrestrial life is that the fact that they are more militarily and advanced than we are, okay? And that's mm-hmm. a threat, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, um, if the president or whoever president, you know, gets on TV and says, listen, you know, there's extraterrestrial life, we found proof on the moon, we found proof on Mars, you know, they've been visiting us, we've got down aircraft, you know, we've got bodies, but at this point, you know, that they're not hostile to us. And if they become hostile, we'll defend the planet. You know, that's fine. You know, everybody will accept that. I mean, no one's going to go crazy. They're not going to be anarchy going on, you know, because you're still going to wake up tomorrow morning and you're still going to go to work. you got something to talk about at the water cooler for about mm-hmm. two weeks until something mm-hmm. else exciting happens. You know, you're still going to go out to dinner. You're still going to take your kids to soccer practice. You know, you're still going to go to, you know, the school activity at night, you know, with your kids. You're still going to go to movies. I mean, your life is not going to change because you already knew deep down in the back of your mind that they were there. And it's not going to change religion because the Vatican, you know, is looking more for extraterrestrial life than NASA is. So they, so that their Catholic religion knows more about the existence of extraterrestrial than probably any other religion out there. So it's not going to change religion. If anything, it's going to make people more religion. And that's where and that's where the critical part comes in. The government cannot control you if you have a reason to believe in something. If you have a reason to believe in something, you have a reason to fight. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that's that is what scares the government. You know, and the government wants you to depend on them, you know. And, and, and from 20 years in the Army, let me tell you, if, if there was ever an alien invasion or any type of, you know, invasion or just whatever, the military is going to protect government interests and government personnel. That is it. They're not going to come into, you know, uh, hometown USA and say, mm-hmm. guys, here's a bunch of weapons, here's some ammunition, hold the ground. They're not going to do that. You know, they're not, they're not going to give up, am, you know, weapons and ammunition to a bunch of civilians. You know, if it, you know you're there to mm-hmm. defend yourself. You mm-hmm. know, and, and, that's, and that's the whole thing. You know, so you've got to understand, you know, you know, why would you trust a government that lied to you about the existence of extraterrestrial life, and you know they're lying to you when they're telling you they're going to protect you? So you're not going to believe that. So I'm sorry to be winded about it, but, I mean, you know, it, it's just, you know, it, 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 you have to think that way, you know, to when it, when it comes to something like that. You know, it, it's just, you know, the government just thinks, thinks you're going to have to depend on them, and, you know, the whole world and religion is going to go into anarchy, and it's not. Right. 
So Yeah, that brings up so many great conversational points. Well, do you have anything that you want to ask really quick before? Because I have like a million things I can Yeah, I do. Uh, my head's spinning because every time he talks okay. about something, my, my uh, brain goes over here and goes over there, and then it goes to Area 51, and then it goes back. And um, I really just feel like the government feels that it's easier to keep it quiet than to um, come out and say and then have something else that they have to talk about, because that's another, you know, everything could be, well, the economy, well, what about the aliens, you know, so so rather than talk about it, they keep it quiet, and I agree with you on, on some of my points, like, that they're here on a friendly basis, and we do get information from them, and that's just my opinion, and I also had witnessed um, a few years back, uh, three orange lights floating over the uh, the ocean in Ocean City, Maryland. And just as they were there, they disappeared one by one, and no sound, nothing. And it was quite extraordinary to see. So I'm a yeah, I mean, believer. Now, whether that's the government, <laughs> you know, testing something or not, I don't know. I, I, I agree with you. I mean, I think the government has extraterrestrial, you know, um, engineering you know, on, on stuff. I, I mean, I believe we got weapons, weapon systems and aircraft that no one knows about, and it's being saved for one particular reason, and that's a hostile alien race. Because you have to look at the mm-hmm. human race, okay? The human race is a very violent race of people. This country, country sure. excuse me, this, this world has been at war since the existence of time, okay? Mm-hmm. And we're always at war. There's, there's at least at one at one time, there's at least 13 conflicts going on at, on an everyday basis, at least. So sooner or later, you're, there's going to be a hostile alien, you know, uh, species out there that's going to see a challenge, okay? Or they're going to know, you know, here we have a hostile race of people. We're not going to let them expand further out into space because, you know, they're dangerous. Because everybody knows the human species cannot coexist with other species. Hmm. We can't, you know, especially if there's another humanoid species out there that we're going to be in competition with. You know, it just doesn't work, you know, um, and, and because we're going to think that we're bolder, we're better, you know, and, and, it, and it's not. You know, I, I know I, from what I've read and what I talk with other researchers, you know, about things about, you know, different alien species came to Earth and say, listen, you know, we'll protect you, but you got to get rid of your nuclear weapons because, you know, we're here to protect the Earth. You know, we said no. So, you know, then you have other, you know, alien you know, species probably that came and, uh, you know, tried to do the same thing. You know, we're not going to give up our defenses just, you know, you know, for protection, you know, because um, <laughs> everybody knows what, you know, we're the ant. And everybody else outside in the universe is the boot, you know. So if you know, we have to keep our, you know, nuclear technology in order to keep the, the planet, and keep you know, humanity alive. But the problem is, we'll probably use it when we're out, you know, somewhere, you know. And Nikola you know. Tesla was one of my my favorite um, inventors, and he he would say that he would get information from aliens. Right. And that's exactly. he knew how to invent things. He would see it in, in reverse uh, engineering. 
and mm-hmm. he would get visions, like perfect visions of what he was seeing. And he would say he saw from aliens, and he was never taken seriously by his own, even by his own peers in, in a lot of cases, and didn't win a lot of things until, <laughs> until lately he's been getting a lot of notice with his yeah. electric cars and, and, and that kind of stuff. But he's exactly, and, the, and the, gover- the government was keeping interest because they were keeping interest in, the, in his stuff, which they basically, you know, when, when, when Tesla, you know, got booted out of the apartment he was in, you know, his, his machine and all that stuff was still there and, and, you know, paperwork and everything. And the government came in and took it, you know, literally yeah. stole it from him, you know, and things. So, uh, he, when he died, he, the government came in and took his notebook that he had of all his inventions. Before yeah. And, anybody and else. Yeah. Before, before everybody else did, they did that. And, you know, that, that's, you know, so the government knew what was going on. They they were keeping an eye on him. You know, uh, even Stephen Hawking sat there and said, Uh you don't want to make contact with an alien species. You don't want to send messages out to say, hey, we're here. You know, you don't want to do that. He said it it will destroy the human species. And, I mean, if Stephen Hawking said that, I mean, you've got to sit there and take the guy's word. You know, (laughs) but the fact of it is we're sending radio waves and, and, and TV waves out, you know, so... And they're seeing war movies and, and all this other stuff. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I can see, you know, uh, um, an alien species, you know, um, coming in contact with us. And I, I really don't think it's going to be pretty when it happens. You know, if you sit there and think about it, you know, the Earth is, you know, uh, you know, 80% water, you know, and, you know, we're the only planet out there that's got that much water. And eventually, someone's going to want to come and take it, you know, yeah. and things. So, speaking of radio waves, Jody, and anybody else can jump in here too. And we do have a caller. Um, what is your knowledge or knowing or opinion on the whole theory that? And I've heard so many different things, but the, what what I'm just going to refer to as the programming towers, which most um, remote viewing. Uh, no, like programming, like the programming, like the cell phone towers. Have you heard the thing where the cell phone towers are actually they're sending out programming messages? The ones with the white lights on top supposedly are beaming out like um, constant messages. I, mean, I have no clue what they say, you know. But um, have have you are you in tune with any of that? You mean like subliminal messages and yes, stuff to people? I, I've heard about that. I just actually I just was reading this really good story the other day where this new AARP commercial um, is sending out a subliminal message because a girl's sitting there watching TV and the television show is telling it, everybody about martial law taking place to be, you know, don't be scared, stay inside, wait till the president gets on the air and talks to you in, about a meteor that hit the earth okay. and it's putting off contaminants. Okay, and 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 this is a, a the newest AARP commercial out there, and they were able to to, to program into that message to actually read the message that's playing on TV, you know, the, and and it's subliminally that they're putting out. And the day that came out, NASA just released saying that they're very concerned about an asteroid that's going to hit Earth in September. Wow. Okay. So and and all that takes place right at the same time that Jay Helm military exercise t- 
takes place. So there, there's a lot of odd stuff going on subliminally that, that that's being that's being told and being said, you know, and things. So, you know, and it, it, to get back to give me another thing, uh, what you're talking about, the United States Army has three patents for um, this this technology. It's like let's say you're standing in a group of a thousand people. And I want to talk directly to you. I can send a message wave to you, okay, so where only you can hear it, okay, and no one else can, okay. Now, within one month after those three patents came out, schizophrenic cases in the United States went up 400%. So they were testing it on people. Literally passing wow. on people. Now, what they're, you know, what I'm hearing is that they're retesting a advanced part of it, and how they're doing it is with ghost hunting, because a lot of these ghost box are actually picking up messages that are being sent out. It's not actually stuff that they're picking up in the paranormal investigation. These, this is the government sending messages through these ghost boxes. You know what's funny and, about you saying that is I have a program on my iPad that I downloaded, and it's some experimental program, but it's like that where you're supposed to be able to hear. And I don't know if it's me because my energy or my psychic abilities facilitate it, but when I, I don't even play this program anymore because you guys would freak. Maybe I'll record it and play it on the show next week if, if, I, still, if I can find my iPad. But um, it's constant garbly goop. It's, it's constant. Like it's a constant stream of different voices coming from different places. It's the most. Right, exactly. It's crazy. Have you ever, I mean, have you ever been sitting somewhere or you're in bed, partly asleep, and you hear your name called? Oh, it's Claire's yes, day. Of course. <laughs> all yeah. the time. Yeah. Every, everybody does. Everybody has. You know. Wow. And, and, so and, and this is coming back to what is going on, you know, that they, you know, the government hears everything that goes on, everything, you know, and, and, and things. So, uh, you know, and, and I, you know, I, I, I did a conference, a MUFON, I spoke at a MUFON conference one year, and I, I you know, I, I literally said, and, and people agreed with me, I, I thought people would get upset with me because I'm very patriotic. And I, you know, I said, you got, you can't think that the United States government is a pure government. We're just as evil as, you know, Saddam Hussein was, or the Russians, or the Chinese, or even Hitler. Okay, when it comes to controlling the people, you know, we may sit there and act like we're a civilized nation, in that we're a pure nation, but we're not. We're just as evil. You know, we we've probably done a lot more evil stuff than a lot you know, than people actually know about. You know, I mean, you know, look what's going on with our present administration right now. You know, mm-hmm. and things. So, um, but you know, they they get kind of get back with you know conspiracy and things like that. The government they would they used to kill you. You know, they don't kill people anymore because it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't count for anything. It, it's better to ruin your reputation as an individual. Mm. And mm. one thing to ruin someone's reputation easy is make him out to be a pedophile. 
make him out to have, you know, child pornography. That is how they're doing it now. And Snowden just proved that, that the government has something called Operation um, Rocket Launch. And what that is is that the government can remotely, up to 25 miles away, remotely put images, illegal images, on your computer. Wow. Up to 25, mi up to 25 miles away. And it has been done. And it has been done. It's been proven that it has been done. And the one individual was a government uh, individual that was run, running for a government position, and it ended up on his computer. And he proved that it was remotely put on because the police found something they thought was odd, and they looked into it further, and they found out it was remotely put on to his computer. And he actually, you know, won. But that's what I'm talking about. The government, that's what they do now. You know, they, they ruin your reputation, you know, and stuff. They don't kill people anymore, you know. Just, you know they, they, they can't make you, know, you disappear. <laughs> they can't yeah, make, they can you, make you disappear, but, and, you know, and it's they, the old... And the police cannot even over overrule that. So if right. somebody says, this case is closed, guess what? <laughs> it's closed. It's, it's, no it's closed. closed. Yeah. yeah, you're done. You know. So it's just best yeah. to... Uh, know where they stand and know where you stand and, 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 you know, I don't know, just the government. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that that's what, what I, that's why I say, if you ever hear of a UFO researcher or a paranormal researcher or a cryptid researcher ever, ever being put in jail for child pornography, you better bet your sweet butt he's 100% uh, um, innocent. Accurate. <laughs> he, he ran across something and the government didn't like it. And, and, you know, and it's going to eventually, it's going to happen. It's a wonder that it hasn't happened farther, but, um, you know. I, I heard that the government high, uh, takes um, very gifted psychics to actually communicate with the aliens. <laughs> um, and, and yeah. like, uh, they, they keep them somewhere else and they, they communicate so that they can get information. Yeah, yeah. You know, they like the remote viewing and things like that, you know. So, uh, Which we actually I had, I know you're not aware of this, Jody, but we had a couple weeks ago uh, a gentleman that I'm friends with, um, his name's Kevin, and he was actually in uh, one of the government remote viewing programs. He was recruiting mm -hmm. for that. So it was extremely interesting to talk to him about that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I knew somebody that was, um, you know, part of that. And, you know, he, he told me that, you know, um, he found an area – um, and this was back in the 80s, okay, the late 80s. And he said he found an area where there was experiments going on on humans, experiments going on on animals, even experiments going on on extraterrestrials. And, um, and he kind of tapped into it because he was looking for something else, and he ended up tapping into that. And... Um, he refused to work with the government until they destroyed that facility. You know, oh, and, okay. and then back in the early 90s is when um, that one facility in the mountain, I can't think of the name off the top of my head. It was just on my tip of my tongue. But that one facility is supposed to be inside the mountain that has different levels mm -hmm. to it where mm -hmm. all this experiment stuff's going on. 
you know, I think that's what it was that he ended up tapping into. You know. Wow. So yeah, it it you know it, it I mean it, it's it's scary. You know you know you shouldn't be afraid of your government. <laughs> you know, and things. So. Yeah. Um, getting back to our big question or debate before you came on, we were talking about all these creatures and your latest book. What is the name of your latest book, Cody? Oh, uh, Dogmen, uh, Werewolf Encounters yeah. in Northeastern America. Right. So that being one of these creatures, and I remember something that you talked about on a show a couple of years ago that I want to talk to you about that, that I think ties in with that subject. But we're wondering the age-old question about, you know, people that chase after these beings or creatures or monsters, as some people would call them. Um, why cannot we find one, I don't think we've ever found one, one of any of these types of creatures, you know, whether it's a Bigfoot or a Dogman or a werewolf or, you know, whatever they're called, why can't we find any of them alive anywhere? And we can't even get a good video. I mean, with all the cell phones, I mean, wouldn't you think that if you, you know, if you're hiking and you really come across one, well, wouldn't you think, think you have a real great video? I, I think eventually we will get a good video. Um, I think one of the reasons why we don't, because, you know, it's at one of these situations where you're at awe, you know, when you see it, and you're fumbling because you're trying to get your camera right, you're trying to get your video home, you know, your cell phone camera, because a lot of these, most of the stuff is cell phone cameras, and you're, it's not going to be that well done. Um, I, I think that's what it is. It, it's going to be one of these things that it's going to be, you know, by accident is when you're going to get a good video or a good photograph. It's not going to be one of these things that, you know, all of a sudden it comes out and then you're trying to, you know, uh, get your camera going and, you know, you end up messing things up. So. Right. Right. So it's the accidental film. It's the right. Accidental it's going to be, yeah, exactly. Why aren't these creatures, and I'm, you know, using that loosely, why aren't they in our neighborhoods? I mean, unless your neighbor happens to be like my old neighborhood was on the side of a mountain where I was living. I mean, maybe they probably were in my neighborhood. But I mean like a normal neighborhood in a city, in a suburb. Are we seeing any sightings of these creatures there? Oh yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Up up in Akron, Ohio, um, there's a metro park that sits right there in a the residential area where they've been sightings going on in that park of a dogman, and even the park officials are aware of it. They're aware. I mean, their rangers have seen this thing. I even talked to one of the rangers. Uh, the Metro Park there, and, you know, he gave me a, you know, his eyewitness drawing of the one that he's seen. I've got witness drawings of this thing running out of the park, going across the road, going up into, you know, um, the, like it's like a condominium apartment complex area. Oh, my because goodness. Because apparently it's, it's been going up there to dig through the trash for food. Oh, my goodness. You know, so, sad. yeah, I mean, yeah, so there there have been a lot of sightings, you know, uh, in residential, even in Bigfoot. You know, um, I remember when I was in the Army, I was talking with the uh, MP down at Fort Bragg, and he was telling me that him and a female officer, you know, was called on um, 
about somebody looking in windows on post and, and, and you know, uh, military housing. And when they got there, they seen this large Bigfoot standing by a window, looking in a window. But what he was doing was rubbing the side of the house because inside of the house was a baby crying. And the female and the female officer said, you know, to him, you know, he's not he's trying to fuse the baby, you know, because you see him rubbing the side of the house, you know, and, and things. So um, there have been lots of sightings of, you know, Bigfoot and other cryptids in residential areas. There, I, there's a Mothman, uh, really good um, Mothman sighting that. Um, Oh, let me think about where the, it was here in Ohio, oh. um, and so it was. Um, where was this at? Monroe, Ohio. Okay, a heavy resident, you know, not residential area, but uh, where a lot of hotels and restaurants were on, you know, uh, right there on the freeway, middle of the day. Oh. You know, this thing was on top of a bridge, overpass, oh and people and truck drivers were seeing this thing as they're going under, and it's just standing there, you know, on the overpass looking down at the, the drivers, you know. So there, there's there's a lot of them that's taking place like that. Wow, that's so crazy. They're, 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 they're there. But, you know, the thing of it is, is the media going to pick them up? You know, a lot of times they don't because, you know, the Kardashians are more important, you know. <laughs> um, this is more important. That's more important, you know. The fact that, you know, when you talk about monsters and stuff like that, you know, people just think that it's more of a joke than anything, you know. The only time they want to talk about it is that Halloween, you know, where they want to get a ghost hunter or a Bigfoot hunter or something like that, you know, to, you know, make the, the mood right for the month of October, you know. That's, for, that's really true. We actually have a caller that I'm, I'm going to pick up, if you don't mind. Denver, can you bring our caller on? Hello. And Hello. She's there. Okay, thank you. Hello. You're on hi, the air. Uh, hi, Jody. Hi, uh, Jody. Shane, Walt, Kimberly. Um, hi. Okay. Hello. I, I, <laughs> I have the same thing as Walt did where my head is just spinning, and I have about 30 questions that came up along the way. Um, <laughs> so, um, I, I was just saying that this is really I, – I could listen to 10 of these different shows breaking each part of it down be, between – um, they call it conspiracy theory, but as we're finding out uh, in social media and because we're all so connected and just technology that a bunch of it isn't theory anymore. We're actually finding out that, yeah, we've been lied to over and over and over and over. Um, yeah. And so, you know, that's one thing. And then also the thing about aliens um, and, and what he mentioned about, uh, you know, what our government does. And our government's always looking. And, it, and I don't think it's just our government. I think it's much bigger than that, and I think it's, uh, you know, people who are you know, at uh, another <laughs> level. Who well, let, me, let, me, but <laughs> let me say this real quick. A lot, uh-huh. a, lot of, a lot of people believe about the Illuminati and Masons, okay? That, I was a Mason, okay? So let, let, let me tell you this. The Masons are not part of the world domination, okay? Believe me when I tell you that. The biggest secret in masonry is and masons are not allowed to talk about stuff but you know I'll, I'll say this that the biggest secret is 
you know, try and remember your lines. You know, you, they're, they're, when, when you're doing your ceremonies, when you're doing your meetings and stuff, there, there's things that need to be said the right way. And there are 30 years, they kind of forget. But that's, that's like, I mean, that's the biggest secret, okay? You understand what Masons do in Ohio is completely different than what Masons do in Kentucky and Indiana. What Masons in the United States do is something completely different than what the Masons in England do. Okay, or the Masons in Canada, or the Masons in, you know, um, Eastern Europe, or you know, Australia. Okay, so the point of all of us trying to work together, you know, is 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 not going to work because we all do mm-hmm. things different. Okay, and no one's going to want to be over controlled by somebody else. So that so, if anyone talks about Masons, laugh at it because believe me. You know, uh, if the Mason's going to be in control of the world, we're in a big trouble. Okay, that's that's what I got to say. <laughs> you know, and 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 things. So I mean, I just think it's it's literally, you know, um, dumbfounded. You know, for people who even think <laughs> that Illuminati. You know, you know, maybe that's that. Maybe so that you know if that actually exists or not. You know, um, they're they're supposed to be taking out the Masons and things like that. But, you know, a one-world order, it's not going to work. You know, it's not going to work, you know, it, and things. So, Jed, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm thinking that's like a whole other show. Wow, there's just so much about that. But, you know, I, wanted to, I did want to ask you, just getting back to the monsters, because everything kind of got back to that. And um, So, regarding these monsters, first off, I don't discount anything uh, because I don't know everything, so I can't discount anything that's out there. I, I have a question regarding, or well, a couple of pieces, um, because I do think that some people see things that other people can't. Um, I know that. I know that for a fact <laughs> because I'm able to see some things that other people can't. Um, so I wonder twofold. Um, one is, are some of the creatures quite possibly... Well, like I said, this is a twofold. But are some of the creatures quite possibly um, maybe more in a a spirit form that that uh, and I don't even know the technical terms. Maybe Dr. Kimberly would help with that. That have some more density, so that you're able mm-hmm. to see them um, as one thing. That that's one possibility. Um, a second possibility um, is. Some of the creatures, like the ones that, uh, you know, might attack, and, and we don't hear so much of that, but is there ever a possibility of, of animals being possessed and actually deformed, um, just kind of going along that piece? Um, so those are two of the questions that I have. Well, I'm, you know, the, the, the thing about, like, the interdimensional creatures or spiritual and stuff, a lot of people think that there's certain creatures, say, uh, like the, the the werewolf, the dog man, maybe that. Um, some people think Bigfoot's that. It is interdimensional. Um, I don't think so. I, I strongly believe that they're flesh and blood. All these cryptids mm-hmm. are flesh and blood. Okay. Wow. Now, I do believe in the hollow earth theory. I think that makes sense that they're... These creatures, Bigfoot, Dogman, you know, the Loveland Frogman, you know, Mothman stuff, these could be species from inside the planet. 
you know, that, that's able to come up. That's a possibility. You know, uh, another possibility is that, um, you know, that these creatures could, you know, I'm trying to get the right word, could be an extra, extraterrestrial form. You know, they, you know, pets or, you know, or, or something, you know, that I, I don't know. I, I, but I think they're definitely flesh and blood. You know, they're mm-hmm. species that have always been here because all through history, all through cultures, they talk about it. Right. That's true. So, so, so that brings me to another question is, um, okay, that part that, yeah, there are species in, in for most of the star- stories we hear, it's not like that they have an agenda or anything, but again, you bring up something interesting like maybe extraterrestrials or maybe whatever other forces utilizing um, animals. Do you feel that um, that we might start seeing more of that going on as there's some more interconnectivity with with other, we'll say, species or whether you want to say dimension or any of that, I feel like there's going to be a lot more of it happening. Oh yeah. I think there's a lot more of it happening now. There's a lot more Bigfoot sightings. There's a lot more dog man sightings. There's a lot more interactive, uh, interactive that's taking place, you know, between, you know, uh, man and, you know, these creatures. I mean, even the Mothman, you know, he, the sightings are coming much more abundant than they, you know, have since the 60s, you know, mm-hmm. um, and things. So, yeah, you know, I think a lot of it is to that, you know, forestry, you know, is being taken down, you know, to, to for housing and things like that, you know, building new towns and things, and, you know, the interactive is taking, you know, place through that. But um, food source is another thing. You know, um, you know, we're expanding. People are expanding. You know, expanding out. You know, um, and things. So we're basically more or less getting into their territory and things. So yeah, there, there's going to be a lot more, you know, sightings, and, and that that is what's been actually going on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, yeah, sightings have gone up. Pr- it goes to prove where whether it's governments or whoever, just that we we don't know everything in this constant. Discovery. We don't know everything that lives here. We don't. We don't know all the forces that are at work. Um, it's just. It's an ongoing discovery. Oh yeah, I mean it definitely is. You know, um, but like I said, a lot of these creatures. I like I said, it's, you know, the Mothman, Dogman, Bigfoot. You know, is has been through history in you know different cultures around the world for thousands of years. You know. And things. Um, so who's to say? I mean, there, I mean, you, you take the Congo. You know, they they still say you know dinosaurs are still roaming the Congo. Michaela Bembe, uh-huh. you know, is one particular one um, that that's been seen frequently. You know, in the Congo. So you know, who who's to say? I mean, there's parts of this planet man has never ever stepped foot on. And you know, right. there's there's. There's parts of this country man has never stepped foot on. And, and what what is the thing that really got you so interested in this? That was there was there something in particular that just really turned you on to to kind of searching this out? Well, you know, I I 
I, when I was in the Army, you know, I, I seen Bigfoot when I was in the Army. I had three other guys with me, and it was on a military base. Um, you know, it was up in uh, Michigan, up at uh, Camp Grayling, and um, we were coming back from the range. We were in the old uh, 4x4s, and this was, you know, the early 90s and stuff, and um, we kind of went off-road to get from point A to point B a little bit quicker, and uh, the tree line was getting very heavy, and so we stopped the vehicle to back it up, and that's when it moved. He was mm-hmm. approximately 12 to maybe 15 feet in front of us, give or take. You know, um, he was, I'm estimating probably about seven, maybe seven and a half feet, extremely muscular. Um, the body, if you ever seen like a dog or a raccoon or you know, a rodent with mange, you know, that's what he kind of looked like up in his chest area, up on his shoulders, his arms, and his head. You know, he had a satchel crest on his head, very human-looking face, very human nose, uh, massive jaw, you know, uh, eyes were almost like a blackish-red color, um, long arms, long legs, extremely muscular, you know, and, you know, moved with like a a slide, basically, you know, very smooth uh, movement. And, you know, he looked right at us. We looked right at him as he was walking away. But, like, if he wouldn't have moved, we probably would have never seen him, you know. So that kind of got me into it a little bit. I wasn't really into it, and I really wasn't really into it even afterwards, but I can say that probably is what got me into it more heavily with the Bigfoot stuff. Because I was doing, you know, UFO researching at the time. But, see, I never told anybody about that sighting until I wrote the book Traces of the Grassman, and I talk about it in there. Even, you know, guys that I did Bigfoot research with, you know, for years, I never told anybody about that sighting, you know, and things. Um, but, yeah, it, it, you know, that probably thing, you know, kind of change things a little bit, you know. And and just like I said, different investigations I've been on, different, you know, talking to a lot of different people and the things they see, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like an addiction. I mean, it really was. <laughs> I mean, it, it literally was like an addiction. Wow. So yeah. your latest book, let's, I want to kind of, I know we could seriously talk to you all night, and I'm sure we would all be very entertained, and you would probably be very tired, but your latest book, what what led you to write that book now? Is it just so many stories are coming out about that particular creature, or no, the mean, action? No, I wrote a book a couple of years ago called Werewolves, Myths, and Legends, and, you know, it, that was basically, you know, about um, werewolf lore, you know, in, um, you know, France, you know, in the 16th century and, you know, a lot of, in the Native American culture, you know, I talked about a couple of sightings that was in there um, in Ohio, talked about a lot of sightings that were in the States, excuse me, and a lot of sightings from around the world. And it was just something I did just, you know, um, about werewolves and stuff. And then I didn't... At the time, 
had everything I really needed to write the book that I'm writing now, you know, because I, I didn't have a whole lot of information, but I wanted to make sure I had enough information to do a really good book. Um, the second book I wrote uh, was The History of Dogmen, and it was about the dogmen going through history in the, you know, uh, 14th, 15th, 16th century, you know, in um, Egypt and, you know, Roman time and Greek time, um, you know, in, you know, Europe, you know, if you, you know, dealing with like with the Catholic Church, you know, um, dealing with, you know, dog-headed man, you know, the time of the pharaohs and things like that. And that, like I said, that basically was about the older, older stuff, you know, uh, throughout history. And then, you know, I was getting a lot more reports. I was getting a lot more, you know, um, eyewitness drawings and stuff. And that's when I decided, you know, I think it's time to go ahead and put this book out. And I've been writing it for probably the last year. And so, um, you know, I, I, it was basically dealing with the northeast of the United States. And because that's where the majority of all the sightings in the United States takes place. You know, it's the northeastern part of the country. Yes, there is sightings down south. There is sightings down hmm. west. But they're not as prominent what's going on from, you know, Maine and New England to uh, Minnesota to Michigan down to Kentucky. You know, there's just not enough stuff going on like what's going on here, you know. Um, so I, I did, did dedicate a, you know, chapter to sightings in some southern states. I dedicated a chapter to sightings out west because I didn't want to leave them out. Um, uh, but, you know, I wanted to basically dominate on where the majority of sightings are taking place. And when you look at any shows talking about Bigfoot, they all, all are not Bigfoot, but dogmen, they're all going to be talking about sightings in the northeastern part of the country anyhow because, that's, like I said, that's prominently where it's taking place. So do you think they're taking place there because of the population, so there's more people to see these creatures, or do you think that's just where they live? Well, I, I don't think that there's a large population of them, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, even through, when you look at the history through Native American culture, you know, or even European culture, they're very far and in between. They're not like Bigfoot, where, you know, there's probably in the United States of Bigfoot, I would probably estimate no more than 1,500 that. And I think I'm pushing that. You know, there's people mm -hmm. that sit there and think there's, you know, two, 3,000 of them in the United States, and I really don't think there are that many of them. Because if there were two, 3,000 of them, we would, you know, sightings would have been doubled by now. Um the dogmen, I think there's probably less than 200, you know, 250 tops, you know, you know, in the United States and in Canada. What, what about New and, Jersey? Uh, I live in New Jersey. Any dogmen? Um, yeah, I actually, yeah, actually, I've got, I've only got one sighting out of New Jersey and, you know, one out of, um, uh, the state of New York <clears throat> and stuff. I'm, you know, they're just not a whole lot of... I mean, I've talked to other researchers, you know, about sightings, and, you know, like I said, it's just, you know, 
some states, you just, it's it's just you know, if, if they're out there, you know, they're keeping them secret. You know, I'm just going by what was you know in you know um, the newspaper. You know, um, on, on certain sightings and things like that. But like I said, I can only you know knew of one um, you know that actually came out of uh, you know New Jersey. Cool. Do you know where? Yeah, actually, I northern. You know, northern has uh, is more mountainous. Um, I'm actually I'm looking it up right now for you. Let's see, Uh, New Jersey, New Jersey. It was in um, the Washington State uh, Forest. W H A R. A Wharton. Yeah, Wharton. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, Wharton State Forest. And that was in 1993. Hmm. And that, you know, that, that sighting. That's very dense. Very dense. It's a dense area, like, with, with trees, and it's, you can't really walk around too much. Anyway, it was, it was by, actually, it was by one of the rangers, you know, that actually, mm-hmm. you know, seen it, you know, inside, you know, inside the forest there. And, um... And that was an old, you know, report that, you know, I got from uh, Freudian Times, you know, had it in their magazine. And um, I've been trying, you know, for like maybe like five years to actually find out more about that. And, you know, that ranger never worked here. He never was, you know, uh, just the biggest runaround. You know, I, I called... You know the area there, trying to find somebody with the because I got the name of the ranger and everything. You know, trying to you know talk to him, and you know it, it was like a dead end. You know, soon as it, it hit that magazine, you know it, um, it it got cut off. It got quiet. So yeah, and like I said, that's a, and that's the only one that I've gotten, and I find that very strange. If they if they've had one sighting in that park, they've had to have other sightings. So either, you know, things are being kept quiet for a reason, which I think there is. You know, I, I really believe, you know, all these states, DNR, know what's going on. They know what's happening, you know, and things. And, you know, That's it's law safety issue. Do you, do you think, like, all the law enforcement actually knows, the police or the rangers, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, see, law enforcement has a code name for Bigfoot. They call it the black cow. Oh, interesting. Okay, so whenever you hear a report from a police officer calling about a black cow, he's talking about a Bigfoot. Um, wow. From um, what I was told from a local deputy is that the fur the 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 term black dog is the term for a dog fan. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, and and um, there's actually a book out called Black the Black Cow, which is um, about. Uh, it was a female researcher who actually wrote it, um, and where she actually talks about law enforcement involvement in covering up sightings. You know, so, yeah, it, it's a very good book. Very good book. Well, 
Jody, I've got a question, man. And, and number one, thank you for your service. I appreciate what you've done oh, for the you. country. Yeah. Uh, but um, also, I have a question. Do you think these species like Bigfoot and and Dogman and things of that nature? Do you think that they are primarily hunters, or what do you think um, these creatures? You know, what do you think their their function is? Because a lot of people, you know, we. We have some sightings, but you don't have a lot. Do you think that they're expert in, in you know, eluding, uh, you know, being seen, or what? What is your take on that? Oh yeah, I, mean, I, I definitely think the dogman is a predator. You know, a lot of people think Bigfoot uh-huh. is a, is is a predator. I don't think he is a predator. I think he's a hunter, which is a big difference. A predator kills not only for food, but he kills to kill. Okay, right. a hunter kills for food only. Okay, and I and I think that's the difference between the two. Um, you know, and a lot, you know, especially here in the states. Now, when you look overseas and things like that, you know, um, a lot of different cryptids are. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of the right word. Are more of a symbol and things. Huh. Like, give me an, to give me an example, um, when I got to deploy to Iraq, um, all of our, you know, we were deployed to Kuwait first, and we were getting our equipment that was coming in off the boats in Kuwait City. Well, in Kuwait Harbor, there's a sea monster, a serpent, huh. in, 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 in the harbor there. And everybody in Kuwait knows about this thing. They they know it exists, and there were sightings of it the day we were there getting our equipment, our vehicles and stuff. Um, and the military basically protects it to make sure yeah. that, you know, it because it's to them, it, it's a, a symbol of something, you know, um, which I thought was really interesting, you know, and, you know, and, and they talk about it, you know, very heavily in Kuwait. And, um, but like I said, in different parts of the world, you know, different different cryptids, you know, to different cultures are, are, are you know, it's meaningful. Like you take the dog man, you know, he's a spiritual entity to the Native American culture, right. you know, mm-hmm. and things. Um, the Wendigo is something totally different. That's That's evil. You know, but the dog man is something that you know is 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 a spiritual being. You know, but, it's like it's like um, um, Bigfoot has a brother, okay, um, and the Native American says it's the deer. So whenever you see a deer before sighting or after sighting, you know, a buck with antlers, that's the brother protecting the Bigfoot. You know, hmm. so everything everything has like a different meaning to it. But yeah, you know, to get back to your question, I I think the dogman is the predator and Bigfoot is the hunter. Okay, and I had one more question regarding uh, um, the alien life. Okay, uh, do you think that they want to be discovered? Do you think that people are seeing sightings because they they want us to know that they are there? And if they do and the government is, is you know, protecting that or hiding that, 
but since they are more uh, intellectually advanced than we are, then how could our governments from making themselves known? Well, the the, the thing of it is, I, it, it's a two-way street there. You know, are they intelligent enough to know that it would scare us, you know, and because we are the humans and we kill what we fear? And that, that's true. We do. You know, if we don't understand it, if we fear it, we kill it. That takes care of the problem. And they probably know that. Two, you know, if they wanted us to know they were there, you know, there's nothing we can do. You know, if we were, the way I look at it, I, I believe, if, you know, if we were going to be taken over by aliens, you know, it, they would not have let us got this far advanced. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah. They know we would destroy our planet before we become a slave race, you know, to a, to, to a hostile alien race. You know, we would destroy ourselves, and they know that. And this planet, I believe, is a symbol of something they need, you know, the universe needs, the water. Um, I mean, you know, when you look all through, you know, uh, history, you know, when we're mining like certain um, minerals like gold, silver, things like that, it's been proven somebody was here doing it long before we have. Right. Long before we have. And there's proof of that, especially gold, you know, and things. Um, they're finding caverns that's been dug straight into the side of mountains, and there's no way no one else could ever have done it, you know. And um, they, they're getting it for one reason or another. And they need our minerals, they, you know, for one thing or another. So they're not going to risk, I, I don't think, having the planet destroyed. Well, so. now, you, you said that, they're, that they are most likely here for something. Do you think they're waiting for us to destroy ourselves so they can take that? Or, no. or what do you think on, on that? No, because if we destroy ourselves, I think we would destroy our planet. You know, and and you know, it, there there was a movie out um, back in the '90s called uh, Official Denial. If you ever get a chance, get a hold of that movie. You can probably find it on YouTube or maybe even um, Amazon. But it's called Official Denial, and <laughs> it was about alien alien abduction and what it was. Aliens. It was us mm -hmm. from the future coming back in time to to abduct people to save our own race. Oh, that's interesting. You know, and it does, it made sense. I mean, this whole movie did. It, I mean, it was it was great and it was the best UFO movie that, that I've ever seen because it actually made sense, you know, of of what, what it could be. And like I said, if you ever get a chance to find it, find it. It's called Official Denial. Uh, Dirk Benedict from um, the A Team and um, uh, Battlestar Galactica. He's in that movie. So, yeah. So, and one of the Hardy Boys is in there. I can't remember what the dark hair one, but, but like I said, it, it's a it's a really good movie. That's you know? cool. I definitely got to check that out. Yeah, I think it's on YouTube. To be honest with you, uh, Netflix I think has it also. Okay. Cool. Cool. Mm -hmm.
Well, Jody, I know you're going to be making a personal appearance. Is it in July? Can you tell us about that and then kind of run down uh, your book and we can get those all on Amazon? Is that true? Yeah, you can get all my books on Amazon.com. Just you know, type in my name, Jody Cook. Uh, you can see all my books on there. Um, the magazine I put out is Cryptid Seekers Magazine. Uh, you can find that on Mag, M-A-G, Cloud, like the cloud in the sky, magcloud.com, and just type in Cryptid Seekers Magazine or my name, and it will come up, and you can get the magazine through there. Um, I'm going to process, uh, my websites are down because I had like three of them, so I'm putting everything together in one website, so I'm kind of redoing it right now. And there'll be links, you know, to that. But if anybody has any questions, they can, you know, reach me through Facebook. Um, they can, you know, also find Crypto Seekers Magazine on Facebook. Um, or they can email me at oc4dfs at hotmail.com, which basically stands for the Ohio Center for Bigfoot Studies. Oscar Charlie, the number four, Bravo Frank Sam at Hotmail.com. Well, you are so wonderful and amazing. We could do like a 20-show series, and I don't think any of us or our listeners or the people that will be listening to this would ever be bored. You are an extremely gifted, intelligent, and fascinating speaker. Any time. I mean, I I, I love this. I I love talking about it. You know, any time you want me back on, I'll be be happy because I I, I enjoy this. Don't say that, Jody, because you'll know you'll be back. (laughs) No, I mean, I I do. I enjoy it. Well, we love very you. Ni- thank very you nice so much. You. Yeah, thank hey, you for your no work. Problem. I'm going to get your book. When did your book come out? Did you say July, Jody? That it'll be. It will be out. It'll be out the first part of July. Okay. Well, we yeah. look forward to that. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, maybe we'll have you back after that. After we all dig in, I'll make it required reading, and we'll have to all like grill you after that. But hey, you know, appreciate like, your time too. What's that? I appreciate. I really appreciate your time. I know you're busy, so thank you for that too. Oh no, any any time. Like I said, I mean, you know, um, I've got a lot. I, I've got a couple conferences coming up. Um, one next month in uh, Post Town, and the other ones aren't until you know September and October and things. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty well open. <laughs> so, I like I said, I enjoy this. So, anytime. Well, have a- have a great night. We so appreciate you. So take care. All right. You have a good one. All right. Thank you, Jody. All right. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. And, and I know, Shane, that you need to run. So if you need to go, we understand. We forgive you because Shane has his show. You want to briefly tell us uh, where we can listen to that, Shane, again? Yeah. It's, it's at 930, and you can go to my website, which is fusionprojectradio.com. And all of the info will be there. And Dr. Kim, I really appreciate you uh, allowing me to join you on the show. And uh, Jody, he he was awesome. Uh, learned a lot tonight. So uh, probably a lot, some some things that I'll be talking about on my show. So I really appreciate <laughs> all of you, Walt, Denver, all of you guys. I, I really appreciate y'all uh, having me on. And y'all are really great people. And all the listeners out there, I appreciate y'all as well. Well, we appreciate you. Thank you. you. Yeah, it was great having you on. Well, thank, thank you. you. Y'all have a good night. Bye. You too. Take Bye. care. Bye. Bye. Okay, so another show wrap. That's a great one. He's an amazing guest, and I am going to make that required reading. I'm going to like have 
yeah, I have it personally delivered. So when you guys get this creepy looking werewolf book, you'll know it's from me. <laughs> It'll be like required summer reading or the secret to everything. So um, great questions. Thanks everybody for your input. I do want to talk briefly. I don't know if Trinity's still on, but she's really good at um, helping me out with this too. But we have a great class coming up on the 18th, I believe. We haven't <laughs> nailed down whether it's 8 or 9 o'clock. I guess I released two times, but it's a three-hour class talking about a gut feeling, and it talks about how to really plug into your body, uh, get the center of your body balanced out, um, some things you can do to help that, some processes, some MP3s, and most importantly, to kind of get into that intuition and plug into that and learn how to really be able to run truth from a lie, light from darkness, that kind of thing, and begin to develop your um, intuitive and energy reading ability. So that's definitely um, something you might want to check out, and it's at Kimberly McGeorge backslash with that feeling, you can just go to KimberlyMcGeorge.com and use the pull-down menu. I want to promo our guest really briefly for next week. We will be having Gordon Ewell on. He is a um, 24-year Army veteran, and he was severely in, injured in Iraq in 2006. He's now an inspirational speaker. He speaks out for vets. He encourages people that despite your disability that you can still have an amazing, amazing life and amazing effects on other people. So he will be joining us. Um, next week, his website is dougsinmyfoxhole.com if, if anyone would like to check him out before then. And uh, I'd also like to make an announcement, while well, you might be interested in this, Trinity will be Dr. Kimberly in air quotes, and she'll be starring as herself. She will be filling in for me as I will be actually on another radio show at that time. So you guys will be working together. I will get you all that information. And, Yay, it's um, involved. Awesome. <laughs> Wait, no, yeah, you're supposed to say okay, It's going to be the, uh, yeah, we're going to change the name of the show. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> well, you tried to do that one time. Remember, we tried to make it the Dr. Kim show. Yeah, that was a good, that was a great idea still. I'm still, actually, still fighting that for that one. Was, yeah, that actually was a good idea. Yeah, so it'll be the Walt and Trinity and, I don't know, maybe TJ show and the Denver show. I don't know. You guys are going to have to rename it. You all have to figure out the name. But I know Trinity will do a great job, so will you all. So it's the show's in good hands, and um, I'll get you guys all that information. So, Trinity, can you think of anything else that we need to talk about? Well, I just wanted to reinforce very quickly about a gut feeling because I'm really, really excited about that um, because that's really where we, we feel our intuition and and it controls so many parts of our body and our, our immune system and everything. And I am fortunate enough to get a little peek at your program, and it is just, it's mind-blowing, and I'm so excited for it. Um, I know that there's the timer on that, that every, it's actually at half price right now for the next, uh, until midnight on Thursday night. So if people go to KimberlyMcGeorge.com forward slash a gut feeling, there's a timer on there. If you get in before that timer, you get a really, really great deal on it. That's just to get as many people uh, on board so that they can really have some uh, healing. Uh, again, I'm super, super excited about that, um, and I can't wait. Yeah, me either. It's going to be tremendous fun, and my classes are usually uh, kind of a roller coaster ride. We go through a lot of material. I talk really fast, and you guys take notes really fast, and we shift a lot of energy, so it's pretty fun, and we'll have a really good time. So I think that about wraps it up. Walt, do you want to share info on how to get a hold of everybody? Yes. Um, if you'd like to uh, visit Dr. Kimberly's website, it is KimberlyMcGeorge.com. Uh, she also has a Facebook, which is KimberlyMcGeorge.com. 
Um, and I think she's also Dr. Kimberly McGeorge uh, on Facebook as well. Um, she is, if you'd like to send her an email, you can send her an email to su- at support at com, And she is also has a, um, a blog, secrettoeverything.wordpress.com. And she is on Twitter, Serene Wellness, and also Frequency underscore M-A-S-T-R. If you'd like to get a hold of me, you may uh, reach me on Twitter. I am Ghost Hunter Walt. On Facebook, I am Walt Leskowski. And also, I have a, uh, a website, gotspirits.org. And, and I'm, I'm also on... Um, what the heck is that? Instagram. Instagram, and I'm, I'm moving up the ladder with uh, a couple more followers this week. <laughs> so I'm in like the 40s right now, but uh, that is Coffee and Spirits on Instagram. And we're still waiting for Dr. Kim to get her Instagram. Yes, we are still waiting for that. <laughs> maybe Miss maybe Trinity can help us with that. Trinity, do you want to share your uh, info? She's still open. Maybe her mic's not um, Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. um, I think that actually all of our info will end up being linked on your site, so it makes it nice and easy. Um, but I'm Trinity Houston um, at, at Facebook, and uh, I think the rest of it will uh, be coming through very shortly. So we can, we can get all your guests and everybody's information will be linked to your website. Yeah, that will be great. All right, everyone. Well, it's been another fascinating and kind of um, off the back road type of secret to everything uh, show, but it was very entertaining. So we appreciate all of you listening, as always, and we hope you have an absolutely amazing week. And good night from all of us. Good night. Secret to everything. We're excited to announce our new monthly program, The Awakening Collection. This is an exciting community where powerful tools are delivered to you on an ongoing basis to help you continue to grow and expand on your beautiful journey. With this subscription, you'll be receiving two new powerful frequency tracks each month, both as an MP3 as well as our new visual version. You'll also be on the first to know list about any of our new programs or courses and receive an amazing 20% loyalty discount when you sign up directly from the Dr. Kimberly McGeorge site. You'll also receive 20% off select products, old and new, as well as 10% off personal sessions with Dr. Kimberly. There will be an exclusive live monthly awakening call for the community as well as little surprise bonuses here and there. The monthly subscription price is $67, but for all of our Secret to Everything listeners on this call now, you will receive a $10 a month discount for life if you sign up today at www.awakeningcollection.com. Use the discount code SECRET, all in capital letters. We'll see you there. Kimberly by going to our website at drkimberlymcgeorge.com where you'll also find links to stay in touch through social media. Tune in each week at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for more mind-opening episodes of The Secret to Everything. Can you see
Can you hear? Can you feel? Something stirring from where distant drums sounding out. The gathering moment of this there is no question. Oh, I want to drink from the eternal 